This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 5, recorded August 29th, 2005. TFWire. I'm OS64, your guest host, filling in for Matrix Prime, who couldn't make it this week because of severe technical difficulties. Joining me this week are our two other regular guests, Pirated TV Pro. How's everybody doing? Doing good. And D-Buster Prime. Online and ready to go. Okay. Cool. So, how's everyone doing? How's your weekends? Mine wasn't bad, uh, up until about, you know... 40 minutes ago when we had retired, uh, recorded this entire podcast and my feed wasn't the one who worked, so we're having to re-record it. But other than that, it's been good. We are uh, moving into a new apartment, so getting everything out of boxes and into place always feels good. Yep. How about, uh, how about you guys? You? Uh, mine was pretty good. Nothing out of the ordinary. Just getting back into school, swing of things, doing a bit of homework, relaxing, enjoying the last chance that I won't have homework for basically the rest of the year. Buster? Pretty good weekend. I uh, tore up both of my hamstrings a couple weeks ago, and I'm happy to report that I'm now fully recovered and completely mobile. Oh, that's good. So, are we ready to get into this? Go for it. Let's do it. Alright, first on the list of news items that I've been given to cover is thanking transfandom.com profusely for uh, helping us spread the word about our podcast. They've been nice enough to uh, tell us for the past four weeks and put up our... Uh, podcast on the front page of their website thanks again guys we really appreciate it yeah we really do it it means a lot that you're you know willing to give that little piece of your bandwidth to uh get the word out there about tfy and uh we really uh love doing the show and so we really appreciate you guys getting the word out there is there yep. anything a backdoor bribe can't do your checks are in the mail they might only be for a dollar but they're still bribes and that should mean something yep all right, first item on the news list that isn't kissing up is uh, first two BotCon guests have been announced on the official BotCon website at BotCon.com. BotCon. 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 Dot com. <laughs> yeah. Con. Anyway, the two guests... Sorry, Me I like thinks William we've been hitting there. the gears and... while we've been trying to do the technical accuracy parts, haven't we? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, first two BotCon guests have been announced. First one is Wally Burr, voice director of Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Exo Squad, as well as a stand-in voice actor for some of the G1 great voices, including Jazz, and a few guest voices on G1 as well. And the second guest is Michael Chain, voice of G1 Hoist, Powerglide, Red Alert, Skids, and a really freaky jacket. Yeah, let, let's talk about that jacket, because... Yes, uh, let's. <laughs> Scrolling down the website, that's the most interesting thing about uh, these two guests, in my opinion. If that jacket that... was a BotCon exclusive, I would go to the con. Yeah. I mean, come on. That, that's, that's, that's reason enough to go, that jacket. Just oh, yeah. you know, the chance that he might be wearing it at a panel. Yep. 
But like we were saying earlier, uh, these guys, I mean, yes, one of them was the director and one of them was, you know, did minimal voice work, but these aren't enough to convince anyone to go. And, and no. this is just, you know, the first announcement. So hopefully, you know, they'll be building up like they did with the toys, you know, starting out with the smaller ones and working their way up to the big names. Yeah. But this isn't anything to draw anyone in. Nah. And considering it's getting closer and closer to BotCon, they better have their big name soon or they aren't going to sell anyone on it soon enough for them to actually make the plans to go. I mean, who are the big names that they'd have in the store anyway? I mean, uh, the BotCon regulars like uh, Scott McNeil, uh, Simon Furman, who we've already heard rumors isn't going to be going because the comic people aren't going to be sending him. Yeah, it and, sounds uh, like uh, IDW isn't willing to shell out the money to fly him across the... Uh, across the the lake so it's a shame but maybe that means they won't go under like dreamwave did and yeah. steal all the artists money yeah no one's spending money on uh first class flights or or Porsches, Porsches yeah <laughs> needless to say but but come on the jacket the jacket is reason enough to go to botcon yeah maybe they're holding out for a surprise announcement about our beloved man behind beast machines hmm it's possible well, I mean, really... And also, that they're opening up a firing range next door to the hotel. They're going to start out small, and then work yeah. their way up, just like they did with the toys, you know, hoping that, you know, that they'll be able to get some people who will go because of these two guys, and then the next two will be, you know, a step above them, and hopefully a little bit more people will sign up, and then when they throw out, you know, Pat Lee is going to be there in a dunking booth, everyone's going <laughs> to sign up, yep. so... But but Any... truthfully, these these guys, they're not really that much. Yeah. Any idea when they might announce the next ones? I, Speculation? I think, I think they were saying that, that it was weekly, right? That It's already been a week. Oh, that's true. It was announced last Monday, so... Yep. Maybe after we get off the podcast, it's going to be announced, and we can talk about it, you know, a week later. Yeah. I checked after we finished the first attempt, and they still didn't have anything. Yeah, so... Maybe they're keeping it a big secret, or they're holding off until they manage to get confirmation on their last big guess... Well, see, that that would be a problem if they, you know, they give the fans confirmation that someone's going to show up and they don't. Yeah. Uh, that That's probably, you know, their worst fear. Yeah. So hopefully they're, you know, keeping their cards close to their chest, you know, trying to play their, their cards straight like they did with all the toys. And, you know, they did, a, you, might not, you might say, you have something to say against the toys, but they did a good job with the reveal. Um, especially with the packaging and everything at the last yeah. minute, with with the uh, the artwork and everything, it, it made for a good presentation. Yeah, so they did a great job. Maybe they're waiting for Welker or something. Oh, only oh, we can hope. Yep, Master Collector has the uh, resources to pull it off. Well, they they've got ties to just about everything. I mean, what they've been doing with the with the GI Joe conventions has apparently been a fan's you know Wet dream. Man. So yep, they're experts of fan wank. Oh. oh, where's the gong? We, we, yeah, we we need like we need like the uh, the the Pee Wee's Playhouse screaming after someone says the magic. He just said the secret wide. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Like a like a high, like a high ho. Shut up. Oh, ouch. Okay, next. It's all your fault, Buster. Okay, next. Return of Pepsi Optimus Prime. You loved it when it was just a sticker that you could send away for it to attach it to your Prime and reduce its mint and sealed box value, but now they're coming out with a new version of Reissue Prime that is truly Pepsi Prime. 
It'll act the pictures that have been showing up indicate that it'll actually have a Pepsi-styled color scheme with combinations of red, white, and blue on the cab instead of just the red on the cab with the blue legs. And also, it's looking like they're going to do something pretty cool. They're giving us an entirely new trailer for it, and they're throwing in, and the trailer's designed to carry between one and three Pepsi bottles, depending on how you fit them in there. But of course, if you put Coke bottles on them, it will blow up your house. I am think? extremely disappointed about this. I mean, everybody knows that the best feature about G1 Optimus Prime was Roller, and he is nowhere to be found on this one. <laughs> hey, I like Roller. I say we as start a, a Roller fan right now. As a Roller fan, I take offense to your sarcasm. Yeah, I'm thinking this is pretty cool. I mean, uh, it's looking like it'll be 60 bucks, which is expensive for a toy as uncomplicated as G1 Prime. But Rishi's been going for up to 120, so it's a pretty good deal considering, and it's a really neat effect. It's the best remold we've had of the uh, Pepsi, of any of the G1 Optimus primary releases. It's really nice. It's a great homage to something that's already been out there. It and is a good homage, but really, I mean, it's it's Pepsi Prime homage number one. That's not worth that much to to most people. But I'd rather have hand... that than a normal one. I mean, I've already got the world's smallest Transformers Optimus. I'm going to get a big one. I want to have a reason for it. Yeah, but I, I I like the fact that they're remolding it and they're doing something interesting, letting it hold, you know, whatever it is, like a one liter or what are they? The Letting them hold that, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, just do another remold or, you know, do something interesting that, that's a little bit more creative than this. I mean, for like like you were saying earlier, for the fans who don't have it yet, this is a great opportunity because you are getting Optimus Prime and it is cheaper than what the re even the reissues are going for. Um, but I've already got a Prime. This isn't something that I'm going to rush out to, to jump on. So, Are you waiting for the Mountain Dew recolor? I, I'm waiting for the extreme electric green and red Optimus Prime. And if if there was ever a, a Surge Optimus Prime, which we'll never see because Surge is dead, I would I would jump on that in a second. Well, they're bringing back Surge. Well, it's it's named something else now, right? Yeah. I, I heard that. Yeah, they were doing test marketing, naming it like X4 or something like that. But yeah, well, off that's, topic. That's for Soda Wire. Yeah. Well, Pepsi right. Prime. I mean, Pepsi is my beverage of choice, and I'm really oh, excited about on. this guy. It's a it's a great price. Um, for any kind of prime. You can't find a new one sealed for anything close to that. Um, this might be the first one where I get two of them. One of them to keep sealed uh, mint in box. I've never been a I'll, fan of Pepsi, but I'm thinking I still might go for it. Yeah. I want to see the Coke Prime that comes with uh, razor blade and mirror accessories. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, that's horrible. Come on. That's, that's, that's a good entertainment business joke. I was going to make a Coke Leader 1 joke. Oh, well. Leader One's just not funny. Okay, next story. Good point. All right, next story. While we're on the topic of reissues, it's probably good to mention that tformers.com has shown up with reports of the Japanese collector series reissues of Cup and Wheelie being released. Wheelie sucks. Waste of bucks. We know. Oh, oh, nice rhyming. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone is really interested in this that much. Uh, Nobody's I, interested in them, but the e-hobby repaints. Exactly, cool. that's what everyone really wants—the Orion Pax repaint or whatever. I don't know what they're calling it, um, but the whatever young, the guy who they speculate is Ultra Magnus is. Yeah, young Optimus Prime, young Ultra Magnus, whatever you want to call it, and then the Dion, obligatory Dion. Yeah, there Dion. you go, Dion. Uh, 
that's really interesting in my opinion. Yeah. I, I, that's something I would buy. There, if 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 they're yeah. doing if they're doing the cup reissue, there are other Transformers the movie era characters that deserve to be reissued before he does. Um, I'm but, thinking that might be the reason that they chose Cup and Wheel. I mean, otherwise, why would you choose them? But to yeah. do an homage to those two bit part show characters that seem to have such a long history behind them, it's really a cool idea, and it's the only reasonable explanation I can see why they'd choose two such run-of-the-mill and commonly available toys for the reissue. Yeah, and, and the fact that the repaints, I mean, in my opinion, they look better than the original toys. I mean, they're, oh, they're, yeah. they've got a lot of you know sticker applications, some really nice paint applications, and it really does look really nice. So, and it's one of those times when it is just a straight up recolor, right? I mean, there's no remolding or anything. Not and as far it, as I know. Yeah, and it looks really nice. It looks like a completely different character. Um, it just shows you what a, a really nice recolor can do for a toy. Yep, and uh, we'll be hearing some other decent recolors for toys later on. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Uh, but not coming out of Japan, because we know that Japan, I mean, when it comes to recolors, they only know one thing, and that's black. Yes, so. the David Willis Wheel O repaints. <laughs> yeah, either black or fire guts or like was a special crystal. Black, 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 and uh, what do you guys think? I think it seems well, kind of weird. Yeah, truthfully, if, if this was happening, wouldn't we hear it from, like, fan-to-fan or uh, Japanese-based um, news? Yeah, we'd be. Then we would before someone, you know, coming out of a fan site. Yeah, we'd be um, hearing way more about this. Yeah, uh, it, it's, a, it's a rumor. That's what I'm going with. Um, there has been some restructuring going on with the Takara-Tami uh, merger. Um, they've talked about that, but last we heard, you know, their goal was to create a toy renaissance and i don't yep. think that canceling galaxy force which i from Is what a transformers we, renaissance yeah from what we've been talking about and from what you said earlier it's been selling decently well at least in, in japan and we all know that it's been selling really well in the u.s as as cybertron so i don't see any reason why it would be canceled yeah. it's just a lot of fan speculation it, it, yeah it's been happening for a while now with with you know the show hasn't been doing as well um, the toy line hasn't been doing as well, but like we said last show, Japan's been going through a, a depression, so that's something you can expect. And and uh, even with the depression, the, the Galaxy Force toys are doing really well. Even well, the not even the stores, but the distribution centers are having trouble getting them out. Yeah, and, and Hasbro has selling so well. Hasbro has been getting behind it, and the fact that you know yeah. you have Hasbro and Takara splitting the costs on the molds, the show, just about everything that should that should really increase the chance that we have of everything you know sticking around for a while. So. Yeah, I really don't think this line is going anywhere without making its full course. But even if for some reason it does mysteriously drop off, we already got the Soundwave inbox pictures this week, and that puts yeah. me in a happy place. I mean, if it ended right there, what a great way to go. I mean, Killer yeah. Condor is hot. Oh, yeah. And uh, that brings us to our next topic. Uh, more with gloom Galaxy the... 4 successfully debunked, more doom and gloom rumors. Cybertron, we know, is being pulled off of Cartoon Network starting September 24th due to an Animation Insider report on the upcoming Toonami lineup. They're giving our time slot to Dual Masters, people. Dual frickin' Masters! Well, okay, it says that it's being taken off of... of, of uh, Toonami. Toonami. Um, 
is it any is there any chance that it might be getting put on Maguzi or on any of the Saturday night lineups? I mean, no mention of that there. It might be, but I mean, you know, we don't know. It, of course, it could always go back to that dreaded six a.m. spot that that yeah. that Energon and Armada ended up in. Did Armada end up there? I'm I'm sure it did at some point. I mean, oh, the yeah, thing is they, about they, we were rerunning it during Energon though. Yeah, the thing the thing is about having it on a cable station like Cartoon Network is you can deal with having it have lower ratings, um, which is what I think Hasbro was dealing with um, before. They could, it has lower ratings, um, but they can still get decent rates advertising on it. Um, yep. And that, that's just one of the things you have to deal with as a cable provider. But like we were talking about earlier, there could be any number of things that are just causing this delay. Maybe they got a late start on, on writing the series, and now they're having to do a lot of voice work. Uh, Matrix, even though he's not here, said earlier that for whatever reason, David Kay's um, Fox, Fox, News contract yeah, Fox Sports deal might have, might have slowed them down for some reason. Um, if that you know took precedent for him for whatever reason, so there could be any number of reasons. I, mm. I really don't see this dropping off and you know not coming back. It would be a shame if it did because it's been such a good job on the dub. Well, yeah. Aside from a glitch here and a glitch there, it's been a better job dubbing it than we've had in any of the past series, and it's just as entertaining as the Galaxy Force version, a bit more in some cases. I don't see them getting rid of it, especially with the fact that you've got a DVD that's been confirmed. It's on Amazon that's going to be coming out that has yeah. at least the first two episodes on it. I, why would they be putting out a series that is going to get dumped on DVD? I mean, it might drop off, you know, not be on Toonami for a while, but I don't see any reason why it won't come back. Okay. Buster, any thoughts? Um, I don't know. I mean... Galaxy Force and uh, Cybertron are a big improvement over Armada and Energon, but objectively, like, taking out the whole Transformers fandom aspect out of looking at the show, compared to, like, the other great shows on, on Toonami and Cartoon Network, Cybertron just doesn't really hold up, and I wouldn't be surprised if low ratings uh, could have been a factor in why it was pulled off of Toonami. Yeah, you're right. It's no Justice League Unlimited, which... I know that there might be a decent overlap between comic book fans and Transformers fans out there listening, so they will be showing two new Justice League episodes on the same day that they're ripping Cybertron off, so you have at least one thing to look forward to. Yeah, I just... I, the, show, the show's been doing really well, and they're doing a good job. We talked a little bit about this earlier on the, the first try at recording, um, that, you know... The, the voice acting is doing, they're doing a really good job, and the story translating, they're doing a good job. It just, you know, for whatever reason, it's not appealing to the masses like, you know, Beast Wars or, you know, Beast Machines did. It can't hold that type of audience anymore for whatever reason, mm. so. Maybe it's the writing. I mean, kind of seems like uh, Weave doesn't do quite as good of a job of pulling everything together. Yeah, well, we were talking, you know, a couple weeks ago, talking about Sigma-6 and how yeah. it was going to be written by, you know, the U.S. and animated by Gonzo, and there was such great hope for it. And uh, D-Buster, what do you think? You saw it uh, this Saturday morning, right? Um, I thought the action choreography was uh, very exciting, riveting, but um, there was maybe, like, two seconds of plot. But, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, the animation is very nice. And the animation is uh, really good on Galaxy 4 Cybertron. It's just the, uh, the storyline that it needs a little bit of work. I mean, there's a, a really great overarching storyline, but where the show could really use some improvement is telling smaller stories within each episode. 
I think I know why Beast Wars excelled at that so much, though. This if you look at the writer credits, just about everybody who wrote an episode for uh, Beast Wars had a Babylon 5 writing credit in their resume, too, and a few of them had Star Trek writing credits, too. Well, and it was it also, written like a sci-fi show instead of a kids' show. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I was going to say. It, was, it had a story arc that was planned out beforehand. Uh, you had story editors who were on hand uh, to make sure that it, it told the overarching story that they were working through it. Um, and yeah, it was treated as a sci-fi story that that just had to do with Transformers, which you know we're getting kind of. But it it seems now it's not really aimed at sci-fi. It's more of you know a kids' cartoon with sci-fi overtones yep. that is you know all surrounded by Transformers. So I don't know. Uh, like we said, it, Hasbro's constantly said that Transformers is one of their best-selling toy lines. Uh, we don't know about the ratings. Um, if it was on you know a major network, we'd be able to tell a little bit easier. Um, so yep. just something we're going to have to wait and see. Hopefully it'll come back. We know right yep. now that it's not, but I mean, at least, at least we'll see, um, what galaxy force has put out. And what do you guys think if, if galaxy force does end, um, and Hasbro pulls the plug on this, do you think that Hasbro is going to continue on with the, I mean, they've got to do a show to support the toy line, right? I mean, they have to, especially with the movie coming out. I think regardless of whatever happens with Cybertron Galaxy Force and the next line that follows it, when the movie comes out, there's going to be something completely fresh to go along with that. And yeah. whatever that new thing is, I, I can almost guarantee it's going to be something great. Well, I have no re way to guarantee that, but it's, I can just see that coming. Well, they've been trying to do a lot of cartoon tie-ins for a lot of the new superhero movies. I mean, they did it with Spider-Man... Something fell through on Fantastic Four. I think they're trying for something on Iron Man. I haven't heard anything about a movie for. Well, uh, yeah, Fantastic Four. That was at the the trade show, so that should be coming out, you know, sometime soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Batman uh, was specifically put into production because of uh, Batman Begins coming out. So. Was it really? Yeah, that's that's what I've heard is that that was the main reason why it got greenlighted was the fact that they knew that they would have a movie coming out. The movie coming out that would be a you know a big push for that and. Mm. The Batman hasn't been performing as well as they were hoping. But and uh, fans are pissed off about the Bat embargo. Yeah. But that's another story. Yeah, so, um, I don't speaking know. Of the, speaking of the Batman, though, I was watching an episode of Batman the Animated Series a few days ago, and a few things caught my eye. It was a repeat, as every episode is at this point, but it was an episode called His Silicon Soul, and normally <laughs> I wouldn't have paid attention to that kind of stuff, but writing credit was uh, Bob Skeer. See, I uh, as uh, as different Wait, as it is for most of the trans was... Transformers friends, I love Bob Skier. I think that he did some of the best writing uh, for Transformers. Wait, I'm not even. sure if it was Bob Skier or not. I think it might have been oh god, the Bob who worked on uh, Forward, Beast Wars, or did Tilo? His Silicon yeah. Soul wasn't that the one where the supercomputer transformed into a giant robot? No, that was the one where they made a robot duplicate. But anyway. The other reason Anyways. that caught my eye was the Transformers-related writer plus opening scroll in, bunch of thieves breaking into Cybertron Warehouse. Hey. Well, see, there you go. Yep. You know anyway, moving on. Moving yep. on. Moving on. Uh, I remember from the last podcast, while we were trying to fill time up to 30 minutes, we all talked about Transformers we'd gotten. Any thoughts? On the new guys you just picked up? Or? Well, you guys just picked up stuff from uh, Cybertron, so why don't you talk about that, and then I'll talk about uh, Alternator Swerve. Okay. okay. Well, uh, I picked up 
Red Alert and Override. Um, Red Alert, a uh, couple people um, I've seen on the boards have been uh, griping about how he's shorter than all the other deluxes. Uh, don't worry about it at all. This is, hands down, one of the best figures in the line, if not one of the best uh, figures out of Transformers ever. He's just I'm really, really that to good. Getting him. Um, he has a really fun transformation, the way the uh, the leg halves uh, come together, and then the accessories hidden under his hood. Um, it's just all gravy. Oh, yeah. It's um, all gravy. Override? Not so much. Um, it, eh, it has an interesting style in, uh, in vehicle and robot mode. Um, they both hold together pretty well. It has uh, great articulation. Um, the one thing that's kind of bugging me about it is the auto transformation gimmick, which doesn't transform it the entire way. It only does the top half, and then you have to do the lower half manually. Um, mm -hmm. For that kind of gimmick, that's just a personal preference, but I prefer, you know, all or nothing. Like the basic size figures that showed up in Machine Wars and Beast Wars that the auto transforms. I really love those. On, uh, on Override, it just doesn't fly with me, but... Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's a really good figure. So if you uh, like the look of it in both modes, then uh, it's not a bad one to pick up. Yeah. I recently picked up Hardtop, and I didn't like him at first, but the more I sit with him and mess around with him on my desk, the more he grows on me. He's a really cool toy, has a great look, really cool transformation, uh, kind of a cool G2 homage, homage, whatever you want to call it. Somebody email me with a proper pronunciation on that. And uh, anyway, it's a... Uh, Really nifty looking toy, great articulation. I love him. Yeah, I know the D Buster. I know you had some comments on him about that, though. Yeah, um, on its own, it's uh, a really good toy. It has a uh, pretty nifty transformation, uh, good articulation. Uh, the force chip gimmick uh, isn't bad. Um, the only reason that I didn't pick it up is because I felt it was somewhat redundant, given uh, that for anybody who was uh, collecting Energon um, for the Devastator combiner, you already got uh, two figures of pretty much the same figure, but with a different vehicle mode. That may be the rub. I never picked up any of the Energon combiners. Yeah, so for anybody who doesn't have the Energon combiners already, um, it's a great figure to pick up. Um, if you do have those, then you might want to spend your money elsewhere. Yeah, like yeah. on Alternator Swerve, which I picked up. Um, yeah. Mainly uh, because I wanted the sticker because Trax is my favorite ca character, so of course I whipped that off, put it on Trax, so I have a you know a G1 accurate Trax. Um, but as for Swerve, he's a great toy. Something about these Corvette remolds, uh, both Ravage and tr uh, now Swerve, they just have a, a whole lot of character. They do a really good job with the remolding, making them uh, very distinct from their original mold, and. Uh, that's one of the things that I'm really enjoying about the alternators is the fact that the remolds um, have such a great character, such great remolds. They change what needs to be changed to make them look like complete different characters. Uh, the paint apps are great. Um, a glowing recommendation. I'm still looking for you know some of the newer ones, Wheeljack, and I missed Meister, so I don't think I'm ever going to see him. But uh, yeah. but yeah. So um, but I've I've pretty much stopped going to stores now. Um, it's mostly online shopping with yeah, gas that's prices. that's a smart what... way to do it. You don't have to hunt down stuff. Gas prices are going through the roof. Yeah. So I'm, that's that's where I'm at. It used to be that, um, you know, either Saturday or Sunday, me and a friend would go out, you know, hit up all the local stuff, Target, a couple Walmarts, the mall has a KB, uh, see what they have. But now 
with alternators being so hard to find and that's being all I'm collecting and it seems like everything just about as soon as it comes out is sold out. I mean, the Cybertron at the Walmart, I think they have like three figures left. Man. Um, they're just flying off the shelves. So it just, it's just it's two Thundercrackers and a landmine. Oh, but of course. <laughs> so Poor landmine, um, he is such a great figure and he gets no love. So it, it just it's much easier for me to pick everything up online now. So. Yeah. And there's the other thing about buying online too. Whenever you get the package in the mail, it's like Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it's it's such a nice feeling to open that up. So much better than going home and opening up a you know plastic Walmart bag. Um, yeah. Matrix was was telling us that he just got the uh, Legends of Cybertron Wave One, and he's really enjoying those. That's something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I I would I really want to get my hands on one of those. They they look like such great toys, such great mini representations of the characters. Oh yeah. Um, I'm- I'm, I'm not a huge up the mini Megatron instead of the full size one. Then yeah, I'm not a huge fan of mini cons, but but these toys they look great, and I'm yeah. I'm really impressed. It looks like they have the paint applications that that mini cons would need to become really great in my eyes. So well, I've got the Comic Con Skywarp, and if the rest of the figures are anywhere close to that level, everybody's going to be happy with these guys. Oh yeah, yeah. I I've been looking to I've been looking to pick that one up. and all a wave two when it comes to the little guys. Yeah, I've been looking to pick up uh, Skywarp. He's going on eBay for like ten dollars. Ten dollars with shipping. What a bargain! Yeah, for a con- for a convention exclusive, that's that's really nice. So, but when you get it as a free convention exclusive, people are a bit more willing to sell it. Yeah, and money. Well, and they had so many of them there that they were just handing out the people yeah. who you know might not have even really wanted them if they had been five dollars. So, yeah, people yeah. looking to make a buck. Yep, yeah. can't blame them. When we get the toy then. Yeah. Which we wouldn't have otherwise. Okay, next topic. D-Buster Prime, tell us about how you destroyed Ransack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anybody who owns Ransack, you may not know just by looking at the toy, but uh, if you read around on the boards, uh, there's been or a... Or pay attention to the show. Yeah, there's been a couple messages going around about how the rear wheel was installed upside down. And uh, to fix it, you have to knock out these little... Uh, metal pins. They're uh, gripped on one side. This was my first ever attempt at modding a TF in any way whatsoever. So, of course, I brilliantly tried to knock out the pin from the wrong end, which just stripped things all the way through and literally Ooh. tore apart my ransack. It just brings me to tears to look at it and I have to go find a replacement. Yeah, well, at least it's early enough now that there, it's still out there. It's not like you're doing it during Wave 4 and Ransack is nowhere to be found. Yeah. And yeah, but uh, Look on for, the bright side of things. Yeah, just a, a heads up for anybody who's attempting the mod, like double and triple check which way you're hitting at the pins because if you don't get it right, it's going to screw you over. I was looking at it when I was trying to do it and I couldn't tell. Fortunately, I was also too incompetent to actually get any of the pins out, but... Yeah, um, well, it's kind of hard to describe it over the radio, but uh, if you, you look at the toy, um, there's one end where the, the pin is flush with the plastic. Yeah. You want to hit into the opposite end. So the okay. end that's not flush is the end that you want to hit into. All right, cool. And um, if you ever have any doubts about that, because I obviously screwed it up, um, just go ahead, uh, check on any of the TF boards. There's lots of people who would be uh, glad to help out with that, and there's sites with pictures up that describe exactly how to do it. All right, cool. Which you somehow did not go to before you attempted to try it. No, I, I did. I'm just that dense. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I've done other TF mods before. Well, singular, I did the uh, legs on Bendy Prime, but that didn't require any removing of pins either. Yeah. I think we got one more thing, and then we want to wrap it up. Uh, comments on the cool uh, Palisades. Is it Palisades or another company? Yeah, Palisades. Palisades. Yeah, Palisades. Palisades Devastator the, uh, statue. The, the Devastator statue prototype. Yeah, it yeah. looks really nice. Ginormous. Um, yes, ginormous and gigantic. How much is it going to cost for this ginormous, gigantic piece of plastic? Anyone know? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I got nothing. I, I truthfully, it looks a little big. I, pr I probably, I'll probably pass on this one because it's probably going to carry a decently hefty price tag with it. I don't have um, the room. And yeah, that's the other the thing. <laughs> I just, I just moved into a new apartment, and uh, until I put more shelves up, it's, it's going to be slow running. But it, it looks like an amazing sculpt. I mean, everything's there that, uh, that we've been wanting. Um, a lot of people have been complaining about the more recent. Uh, fan-made sculpt that has apparently been falling apart on people. So hopefully this will be falling something. apart on them. It's been falling apart in the mail. Yeah. Or so wasn't even together in the mail to begin so with. Hopefully this will be something that's a little bit more solid and delivered to your local comic shop and you know uh, just an all-around really nice Excellent sculpt. Quality. Yeah, looks really nice. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. Uh, Aside from a special message that all you guys are definitely going to want to stick around for afterwards because it involves getting free stuff. But past that, I think we're done for this week. I think so as well. This is Pirated TV Pro signing off. This is Awa64 signing off. Debuster Prime, catch you in two weeks. And uh, one more thing. Uh, next week's show, unfortunately, most of us are going to be out of town, so uh, we're not going to be able to get a show together unless you wanted to talk to me and D-Buster all the time, which, as much fun as we'd have, would kind of be boring for the rest of you. So yes, instead, so we're just going to put up a special .5 episode next week. Yes, yeah, so we'll have uh, additional details on what we're about to uh, tell you, and with what we're about to tell you, here is Awa64. Hey there, this is Awa64 of TFWire, and I'd like to speak to you about a subject near and dear to my heart. Free stuff! That's right, SuckaKid.com has been kind enough to give us a full set of the Legends of Cybertron Wave 1 toys for the purpose of giving away to one of you. But random drawings aren't fun. We know you've all played Armchair Hasbro employee at one time or another, and we want to hear what you've come up with. You've got 150 words to tell us your best idea for a straight repaint of an existing toy. Send to us with your name at tfwire at gmail.com by midnight Eastern Standard Time on September 8th. We'll choose the winner and announce who won, and the winning idea, of course on the September 11th show. And, uh, only one entry per person. If you've got two ideas, choose which one you like better. Don't send them both, okay? That'd be cheating. Good luck. Thanks again for listening to TFWire, and just a reminder, you can check out our new website at tfwire.tfrollout.com. You can also send show suggestions to tfwire at gmail.com. See you in episode 6.